and welcome to another episode of QLC Radio. So today we're taking a slightly different approach. So from what I've heard from some of the other podcasts, you wanted a little bit more of a personal touch. So that's what we're going to go for today. And today's topic is going to be pretty general as well. We're just going to be talking about actual life in your 20s. And I've got my friend with me, a guy I went to uni with, Mr. Luke over here. So you want to say a little bit about yourself, Luke? Hi, my name's Luke. Yeah, met Nada University. We've led pretty different lives ever since. Different paths we've taken, but still keep in touch. And now we're here together. There we go. Reunited. And like Luke was saying there, yeah, so we always went to uni. Um, so we met in first year. So we were living in like the same halls. And then we moved in together in our second year. And then after that, it all kind of went peak tongue, didn't it? We all went our separate ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all, it all separated. Yeah. Yeah. Different different stages of our uni careers, I guess, and different. Because I was doing a three year degree. Um, I had a chance to do a placement. I chose not to. And then Niall was obviously, I don't know, he was in university forever. So he was, he was there. He was there yeah. by the time I graduated. He's not wrong. I was in university for about five years. It was way too fucking long, to be honest. Well, then again, no, I had a good time. But uh, yeah, so I guess what we're going to like talk about is how our lives kind of went differently once we sort of parted ways, once we stopped living together in our second year. And I think I re- the reason I think it's interesting is because we're so different now. Like I'm basically, a, I'm, a, I'm a bachelor and I'm living in like a, you know, a very bachelory apartment. There's pizza boxes everywhere, there's beer bottles, only milk in the fridge, pretty sure it's gone off. You know, I'm really doing wonders <laughs> for the stereotype. And then Luke, on the other hand, is married and with a family and we're both 26. Scary. <laughs> is that is that what you want to say, scary? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, but without... All right, as you can see, this man is full of insights. Um, yes. without, uh, without further ado, we'll get straight into it. So, Luke, you got married pretty soon after uni. In fact, I was still in uni when you proposed. Now, that's pretty mad. So, what, how did you... Because I, I had a girlfriend at the time, and I've been going out with her longer than you've been going out with your current wife. Yeah, So, I just true. wanted to... Like, how did you feel like that was the right decision to start getting married? Um, I think... I've never really had a proper girlfriend. Um, I think throughout university, it was funny because when we in our first year of university, we gathered around the table, all the lads, and we were sort of say asking these life questions, having a little bit of a an emotional chat, and um, we we're saying, you know, who's the first one's going to be a dad, who's the first one's going to get married, and, and I think, funnily enough, I think I think everybody said that I'd be the first one, to, I'll probably be the first one to get married, even though, you know, throughout university, I never had a girlfriend. Um, you know, after university, it was it was a couple of years before I met my future wife, um, and I think I think um, when when I first got in a relationship with Diana, she, um, you know, we, I feel as though we we got along really well, and I, f- I feel as though it got to the point where you know I wanted to take it a step further, and it was on it was either going to be you know we're going to remain like this for however long, or we're going to get married. So I chose that to get to to propose to her, and we got engaged. So. And I still find that pretty crazy. And I should add another detail as well. He didn't tell anyone when he got engaged. They didn't tell me, and I was furious. But, <laughs> but you know, fuck it, it's his choice. Um, and, yeah. But he didn't tell the families either. So that's a that's pretty 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 big dick move there. Pretty pretty brave. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I sort I sought advice from my parents. I mean, I sort of I sort of saying to them, you know, I, I think one one evening I was sort of having a chat with them. I, I just asked them when when they knew they wanted to get married and then or how they knew they were going to get married and then I think they had a bit of a chat about it and I think probably probably from their perspective they probably knew that I was gonna yeah I was maybe going to propose or thinking about proposing so 
they they kind of thought it was on the cards, but didn't know when or where or how long it will be exactly. Before I, I guess like the main thing, like how do you feel like? So we're both like twenty six now, like I was saying. How do you feel now? Because out of like our friendship group, and I'm sure out of, like you know our friendship groups that you know you're part of that I'm not. You're the only one who's married, right? Yeah, yeah. How does how does that feel like being in your twenties and your peers? You're the only one who's like married. I mean, it's and as a kid. As a kid, yeah. yeah. As a kid, yeah. <laughs> Little Caleb, yeah. He's a sweetheart. Little Caleb, we love him. yeah. We, we, love him. we love him. He's a good lad. Um, <laughs> I better be the Godfather, by the way. Wow. Well, uh, you know, you got you got Christian and Ed to compete with. Uh, yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. how's anyway. it feel? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, um, it's just I don't know really. I mean, compared to compared to when I was at university and didn't really have you know didn't really have any sort of connection with anyone close as as much as we do with my wife now. Like, it just feels as though. It's it's kind of like you've kind of gone to that next step of adulthood, as it were, and I feel a lot more mature than I did than I did back then, in a way. And particularly now, I've got sort of more responsibilities. You know, I've got um, I have a I have a wife to look after, and 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 um, not look after in the sort of sense she needs looking after, but to to love and to sort of to hold dear to. Um, but also, you know, a son who needs a lot of care because he's still a baby. So it's a lot of responsibility, and I feel as though. I need to be sort of on the game in terms of maintaining that responsibility. So, you know, obviously every now and again, like it's good to meet up with guys like you, know, the lads, the lads, you, yeah, the lads. Rope you into a podcast. Yeah, who <laughs> ropes me into a podcast, and just to you know, just to chill out and let and sort of reminisce and be like it was before, you know, while we're still at, still at uni. But um, I realised actually, you know, I've got it's it's good to do that every now and again, but not not do it all the time. Because... Did you imagine yourself though, like? So, so weirdly enough, I actually, so back when I, if, if I think to when I was like a teenager, for example, I actually pictured by 26, I would have like my own home, maybe not a wife, but maybe, or maybe, you know, maybe would have a wife and kids. Maybe I'd have my own family at 26. My yeah. own parents, you know, they had a family at 26. Yeah. And actually that's not happened. Now I am 26. I can't even imagine it in like the next five years, to be honest. Yeah. And then here's you and you've already done it. Do, do you ever like feel scared? Do you ever get cold feet or think, shit, this is too soon? I think, I think it's only natural to feel cold, get cold feet and sort of have doubts. But I think it's, you know, if any sort of big commitment, like there's going to be some doubts, but I think it's about sort of logically reasoning with those doubts. And, you know, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to be an easy ride, especially, uh, especially like marriage and having a child. It's not going to be, it's not going to be easy all the way through. There's going to be difficult times and there's going to be ups and downs all the time, but that's just the way life is. And, you know, your life goes through ups and downs all the time. But then when you, one in particular, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yours not <laughs> my life, <laughs> but when when you've got some when you when you're um when you're married to someone, it's um you know you've, you're not facing just your, your ups and downs, but you're facing theirs as well, their ups and downs, and of course you have ups and downs together. And then when you have a child, it's it's sort of you know you're facing those ups and downs, and it's it's really stressful. So it's it's you know it's stressful and difficult at times, but also you know it's it's incredibly rewarding, and it's it's great to have to go to go through someone uh, go through life with someone that you you get to know so well and have a really sort of intimate relationship but yeah i mean it's it's there's gonna there's gonna be times when we feel like oh for goodness sake just i can't be bothered with this but you know it's it, that's life you're not gonna feel happy you're not gonna feel happy all the time it's only how life. old were your parents when they got together they were 22 so they were similar to my age when when they got together and got engaged as well so yeah i think i think it is kind of in a way it kind of is um just be, being a christian as well like it's it's kind of if you if you're like a if you're a Christian and um you know you you really want to you you know you think marriage is is the sort of goal in a relationship and I feel like the sooner your relationship the the quicker you're going to get married in a way because 
I feel like it's just, it's natural for Christians, I feel, to go into get married sooner than later. So you'd say it was more like a religious thing for you then than as, as like a, well, religion is a personal value. But did you think because you because of your religion, you wanted to do it quicker or, did, or was it just purely your decision, no religion coming into it? No, I think I think there wasn't any religion, religion I mean, there wasn't any religious aspect coming into it. But I, was just, I was just thinking, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to commit the rest of my life to this to this girl, um, then I'm going to do it now rather than wait. Because like, what's what's the point in waiting? Is I'm just yeah. going to keep putting it off and off. And you know, I don't think I don't think anybody is ready for marriage um, or ready to get engaged. I feel like if you've been if you've been together long enough, clearly you've like clearly you feel as though there's some kind of commitment there from both of you. Then just go for it. I mean, what's the worst? The worst that's going to happen is that well, there, there's there's plenty of things that can go wrong. But of course, you. You, you two both have like a, a responsibility to make it go right, as it were, because it's, mm. you know, it's it's a commitment you're both committing to. So, yeah. But still, man, it's such a hard thing to kind of to grasp with, right? Because, so like I was saying, so like when you got engaged to Diana, so I was with my ex for longer than you guys, and most people are, to be fair, most people are with their girlfriends or whatever for quite a long time, mm. and don't actually get engaged for quite a while. So. It, like, because for you, I think you got engaged after about a year or so. Yeah, yeah. And most people, like, including myself, I couldn't imagine getting engaged to someone before, like, two years. Yeah. And even yeah. then, two years seems quite a short time to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good... So, it's it's interesting why, why like, that's why I kind of wanted you to speak about it here, because most people, I think, kind of, in our generation, are more like me, I feel like. In that sense, yeah. I don't think many people settle down now, as no. early as you have. no. Do you ever kind of think, oh, there, there's some other stuff I wish I'd done? I think there there are there are times when I think, oh, you know, um, when I was at university, I could have done this. When I was when I was single, I could have done this. But actually, you know, it's 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 about it's a it's about thinking. Well, why why would I want to do why do I want to do that? For example, you know, I feel like um, I don't, I don't know um, why why for example did I go out like clubbing every 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 so often at university but i think well a we lot were useless at clubs as yeah. well. when we were both single we yeah. were absolutely terrible yeah basically just <laughs> we'd just be like standing around in the corner just like oh she's quite attractive should we talk with her no no i'm too scared no no no, no. no, 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 no i'll do it i'll sit here i'll just look at her <laughs> absolutely fucking creeps yeah oh my god but, i'm glad i'm not 19 anymore <laughs> but i feel like i feel like i don't know i feel like a lot of people go to clubs you know to to with the aim of trying to you know get get with a girl or get I don't know get with a boy um depending on you how how you how you look at we things. tolerate everyone on we this tolerate podcast. everyone yeah everyone. yeah get with whoever um except the Dutch <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> you hear that <laughs> <laughs> carry on <laughs> yes people people you know people people go clubbing sometimes with pure intention of trying to get with a girl and you know trying to have I, that kind of satisfaction. That was us. To an extent, yeah, that one I mean, time. yeah, yeah, to try and yeah. seek out a girl who you could potentially be in a relationship with, and then you know go go from there, really. But I feel like I feel like back then it, that that was kind of like part of it. But you know, it, it, in the end, like you're either you're either gonna you're either gonna have meet meet a girl at a club and then do whatever and feel satisfied for a little bit, um, or you're gonna go home disappointed if you didn't meet anyone or something didn't work out. But you know, I think I think back then that was kind of kind of the aim of it sometimes and. But now, when you know, I've been clubbing when I've been married, and actually, it's not been it's not been about getting with a girl because obviously, it's it's thinking actually, I've got I've got a woman who I really love back at home who I can always who I can always go to and have back have that um you know have that not safety as it were, but kind of have that comfort to go back to. But now it's like when when I go out with you know the lads, it's the always lads. it's always 
it's always just have a good time and just have a bit of fun you know just something i don't get to do very often and that's what makes it that's what makes it even more kind of special in a way because you don't get to do it very often when we do actually make a make a good time out of it to be fair no that's something i think that's actually common for both of us even though i'm single now I do not go out to clubs to try and meet girls now. That that it's just not on the agenda. Yeah. I'm too fucking old. The yeah. music's too loud and I can't talk to anyone. Yeah. Um so no, even for me, like clubbing now is just about kinda you know, just meeting the guys and just kinda having a having, having a, a good time. Having, having a, laugh. a laugh. Yeah. Usually still doing some dumb shit like doing some dares or something. Yeah. yeah. So I, think, oh, I can't even remember, man. Gomez always makes me do some weird shit. <laughs> but um <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh that's good though. It sounds like you're very in love with your wife, so uh I'll uh, give you a little spud for that. Go on, there go, go, a little, little spud. spud. Yeah, yeah. I know that's good to hear. So now I want to I want to move on to little uh, little Caleb Ooh. Ooh. because uh, now, all right, most people aren't married now, but I can think of a few people. Uh, put the mic down. Oh, sorry, that, sorry, sorry. You could leave that mic where it is. You can. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, spent a lot of money on that, Luke. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I want to move on to little Caleb now because a lot of uh, a lot of people now will be in relationships and you can kind of, you know, I feel like out of my friendship groups, I can kind of pinpoint the people who I think are going to get married next. They're probably not going to get married for a little while, but I can tell they're on their way to settling down now. However, kids, now that is a whole different <laughs> fucking ballpark. Yeah. Now having kids in your 20s, it, well actually to be fair, I knew people from my school having kids when they were like 17, you know, all those kind of fools, those damn fools, don't use protection. Yeah, so having having a kid, like, Talk me through that decision, or was it a decision? Was, I mean, we, <laughs> was it an accident? We, we no, we we're definitely we were definitely um, talking about having kids even before we were married. I mean, we knew we knew we wanted to wait until after we married before we had children, um, and um, it was you know we talking about baby names and you know what what we do if we if we had a child and everything. Um, and I think soon after we got married, it was kind of a case of you know let's let's not try and let's let's not prevent it from happening, um, but also you know let's just, just. Was that a Christian thing as well though? Was that a what do you mean? Religi- like... Was that a religious Oh no 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 for, no no no! For, I mean you know protection. I think protection is really important, especially when you don't. Well, want you clearly to... didn't use it because I gave you some protection, well, yeah, and know, you got fucking. She I got d- pregnant d- after d- like a week, mate. All right, all right. <laughs> oh no no! Because I, that's, Actually, that's two pound fifty down the drain. <laughs> We've still got them, if that's what you mean. Have you still got them? Yeah. So so it was a waste, then. So they've not been used. <laughs> Anyway, they're too small. <laughs> too small. Uh, yeah, of course. They yeah, are. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was kind of a case of you know we we both discussed it and we're saying you know we we're not we're not going to prevent it from happening, but of course because because sometimes it takes couples ages to get pregnant, and sometimes you know some married couples spend years trying to get pregnant. Um, so we weren't we weren't actively you know trying to get pregnant as it were. Um, in the sense of you know we really want a child now, but at the same time we weren't kind of actively preventing it saying no we don't want a child so it was kind of it was kind of kind of if it happens then it happens because we're, we're happy we're happy to have a child now we're not going to prevent it from happening um but of course if it does happen then you know we'll we'll, we'll go with it and but uh, that's such a that's such a relaxed attitude to have towards yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i, I don't know. know anyone yeah, well, yeah. who has like that attitude towards it at, at our age anyway like because like okay without without sounding like a bit of a dick here like at the time when you announced like caleb was you know was on the way and everything yeah. Your situation financially didn't look as though it was quite ready, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Did you think that? Did you ever feel that? Or I mean, if I'm honest, like you can have all the money in the world and still think you're not ready, because I think babies are quite expensive if you if you make them expensive. You know, 
if you were to get i don't know a cup from for example just a random piece of piece of an item which both you and a baby can use for example i don't know a cup from tesco's or whatever you can either get a cup which is cost like 50p which is plastic or you can go to like mother care which costs and you get like a specially made cup which is like five pounds and it's just like you know it, as soon as, as soon as you slap the name oh it's for babies on it mm. it's just it just raises the price That's so yeah. and if i'm honest you know we've 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 we i think we made the mistake sometimes of buying brand new stuff which we um you know would get from like amazon or beta mother care or whatever with the ex- expectation that you know we're going to keep it and we're going to use it a lot but actually the amount of the amount of baby stuff you get when you first when you first have a baby when you buy stuff you like 50 percent of it you don't even use at all or use mm. very rarely so there's a lot of stuff which you haven't used particularly baby clothes um and even that you know people have children all the time and if you go into places like i don't know facebook marketplace or even just like um like mother mother groups um you know people are willing to give stuff away for free sometimes which is really which is really good because i think we one time we we went around to a um a family's house to because they'd advertise some free clothes on facebook and we're all like yeah we're like yeah we'll, we'll take we'll take these clothes you know as long as they're clean and they're in good condition you know um and, and we and we and we went around the house and they were like oh yeah so you yeah, we'll have to close we'll have these clothes and then they offered like a massive like a massive sort of bundle more of them we're all like yeah we'll take those as well but clearly they were, they were in a stage where they were like we, we're not we're not having got any more children at this point we're just going to get rid of them and if, if i'm honest i understand what they're coming from now because we've got tons of baby clothes and tons of stuff which we just don't use and we haven't used so we're just going to get rid of it and yeah. you know whether we whether we were financially stable at the time or whether we weren't you know it doesn't matter because i feel as though you know having a baby doesn't have to be expensive as long as you've got a place to as long as you've got a place to you know well, to put what would you say to... is most important thing for it if there's anyone listening who did want a kid if it's not finance what's the most important thing then i think as long as you're as long as you two are are sort of up for having a child um and i think if it did happen then you know consider it a blessing because a lot of people can't have children um, and can't and take a long time to have children um i think me and diana we, we i don't know i don't know whether we're extremely fertile but man we we got pregnant very quickly i can confirm it was basically straight after the wedding <laughs> it was it, about a month they were they were very fertile young specimens <laughs> <laughs> it was about a month after yeah so yeah it was it was very quick um considering we've only we'd only been sort of trying as it were for not not very long um if you're if you've got a baby if you're trying for a baby or if you've if you managed to sort of conceive then i think it's a, it's a blessing but also at the same time it's a very serious thing because um you've got to take it with great sincerity and great sort of commitment because you know babies change your lives having kids it does change your life you you're literally you're literally you know creating life as it were and it's something which i think people take for granted but actually it's incredibly it's an incredibly fragile process um and anything could go wrong at any stage um but at the same time when it does when it when everything you know goes right you know you've got a healthy young baby who you know is going to be at, at sometimes you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna want to kill it <laughs> although it sounds really dark but actually sometimes you I'd know i'd like to say right now we do not promote killing babies <laughs> on this podcast. sometimes babies can be very very difficult and very stressful and i think um you know sometimes it's like oh for goodness sake why do we have a child in the first place but at the same time you know i think when when you think of anything happening to that baby you think oh my goodness i can't imagine anything like that um, and I think now, like in particular with Caleb, I think sometimes I'm like, oh, just why? Why are you so difficult? Why are you so stressful? But actually, as soon as he's, as soon as he's crying, or as soon as he's, he's hurt himself, you know, I feel compelled as a father to literally just walk over, run over to him, and mm. and and to help him, comfort him, because you know he's, you know he he's been brought into this world um, by our choice, not by his choice, and he's he's been introduced to the world, and he's he's exploring the world around him, um, and you know we've all we've all been in the same position, and you know I think it's. 
I think um, since since having a child, actually, I sort of say to my parents, and that every now and again, saying, "I'm so sorry that I was so diff- this difficult," because actually, you know, our parents have looked after us and they've raised us to be how we are. And you know, if 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 we're if we're healthy and happy and you know prospering, then clearly mm. they did something right, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, even my parents tell me now how difficult I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm an adult, they're pretty open about it. You know, yeah. Telling me I was a crying little bitch for about three years, <laughs> which, uh, which is, you know, I can understand now why they didn't actually want to uh, yeah. have any more. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can totally see. You're enough now. I was enough. You yeah. were a handful. I was a pretty stupid baby as well, actually. I didn't talk until I was about three, which is ridiculous, really, when you think about it. You know, my, my parents, they actually took me um, to like a learning special, a oh, special really? learning school, yeah, 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 learning development or something, speech huh. therapy. And it was, um, yeah, they thought I was autistic at the time. Yeah. But it turns out I was just lazy. <laughs> it turns out, like, because what it was, if, if I ever wanted anything, I'd just go, Ugh. Ugh. and then my parents knew what I wanted, so they never never gave me a need to communicate. That's what you do now, really, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, effectively. <laughs> well, instead of, I just click a button now and there's a pizza at the door. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, I mean, eventually I'll probably lose the ability to speak again. Yeah. I, that, that's what this podcast is all about, so I remember how to speak yeah. so that I don't lose that ability. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah the thing is i feel as though being i think you know sometimes i think maybe we did rush into having a child but actually you know there's nothing to do about it now and you know caleb's healthy and we're there for him and you know we've we're financially you know we were always you know if if we're saving up for example we're saving up for a house at the moment and you know if if ever he needed something or ever if we needed to do something for him we'd uh, for example childcare. we you know we'd, if we never need to get a child mind with him we'd always try and put money out for for him in a way yeah um and um yeah we'd um i think um particularly at our age as well i think having a having a child in your 20s or early 30s is is better than having a child in you know when you're older because you know right now um caleb is gonna have um a mum and dad who when he's 18 is still going to be relatively young in a way um under under 50 anyway and you know we we do plan to have more children sometimes we don't because he's because <laughs> he's a pain but you know we do plan to have more children um and you know when when they're getting older we'll still be you know, st- we'll still be relatively young about 50s you know still and then as soon as they're you know gone off to university we've we've still got you know a good a good span of our life left i think sometimes people you know they leave it too late and i think it's i think statistically when you get to the age of 40 um, when you're when you're a woman um, and you're pregnant, I think the pregnancy, uh, the risk of being pregnant is a lot greater. Or what not the risk of pregnancy, but things going wrong in pregnancy is a lot higher than if you're younger. Mm. So, you know, if if you if you're young, just <laughs> just have children just get now. Pregnant now, yeah, just you know do it. I, so uh, this this just shows how like my kind of viewpoint, and it shows where I am in life as well. Like I've got I've got a bit more of a selfish kind Ooh. of outlook, I guess. Oh, go on. Yeah, bit more of a selfish outlook in the sense that. If I was to have a kid or like, uh, or even a wife at this point, I would I'd still be thinking like, how does it impact me? Because that, that's just my mindset at the moment, right? So I'm kind of like, you know, I've got, I've got a new career going, and I'm just thinking like, what can I do? What's best for me? Did you think having Caleb, or you know, did you was there any kind of thought process like that? Did you think like, how's this going to affect me? Is this what's best for me personally? Did you ever have any thought process like that? Yes, in a way, because um, I feel um, how's this going to change my life? How's this going to change our lives together? And if I'm honest, you know, it, it does change your life. And, you know, in terms of sort of, I'd say, career prospects, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still doing the job I'm doing, which is teaching. And, you know, lots of people I know who are teachers, they've had children as well and they know what it's like. So they can relate to, 
you know, having children and they can sort of empathize and sympathize with me, um, which is nice, really, because it means that, you know, you can sort of talk to them about it and go sort of difficulties you've been through, they've also been through. So they can mm. sort of, you know, you can talk to them about it. Um, but in terms of how it's affected, whether I thought it was going to, I definitely knew it was going to affect our lives, but I didn't think it was going to have a detrimental effect in a way. Over, overall, I mean, it can, it, you know, for, for a couple of years, it is, it is hard, but that's because you're literally looking after a, a baby who can't do anything apart from, you know, shit and, and throw up and eat and sleep, really, and cry a lot. It's a bit of a loud blob, really. Yeah, it's a bit of a loud blob, yeah. yeah. Dirty blob as well. <laughs> but um, Caleb, I hope you listen to this yeah. about 10 years from now. Yeah. But, you know, Dirty like... Dirty <laughs> <laughs> It's a cute little blob as well, I'll give him yeah, that. He is a yeah. cute little blob, he is. Yeah, yeah. he's a cute little blob. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, but actually, I feel like, well... I, I think I think we we kind of live in a society where we we expect everything to happen immediately. For example, I don't know if I was going to go into a new career or something to if I wanted to do something. I you know it's it's kind of like well I have to do it now because that's what a society is like. I have to do it now. You know, a click of a button, I can do something. Like you know, if things happen so fast in our society. Today, I think like we expect things to happen so quickly in our lives as well. Um, and I think um, if you just wait a little bit, you know, those things are bound to happen. And even if, I mean, for, exa- for example, you know, there's there's, there's hobbies which, um, you know, me and Dan are bound to take up in the future. But right now we can't do them because we've got a baby at home. But actually in the future, I know we will be able to take them up. Well, like dancing? Yeah, like dancing. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Do you dance, Luke? No. No, I know you do. I've seen you in clubs. <laughs> you definitely don't dance. <laughs> oh, it's still time though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I didn't think it was going to impact our lives in a way where, long term or permanently we're not going to be able to do anything because that's not that's not how children work you know they eventually they will learn to look after themselves and you know we'd be able to have that time back to ourselves in a way but temporarily you know he's our main priority so yeah so yeah maybe for another what 10 years or i don't know i don't know how you really judge it yeah i guess i mean in september you know i'm going i'm going back to work um and dan is going back to work as well so he'll be in childcare. Um, but then obviously he's going to be going to school, and then will he be with his grandparents though? I mean, sometimes maybe, yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, he's going to be he's going to be wanting to go to like clubs after school and stuff like that, and you know, on weekends, you know, as long as you know we can we can take him to places and he can he can start to look after himself more, especially when he gets into his teenage years, and you know, what's what's a few years compared to you know the rest of your life, and you know, life. People say life is short, but actually life's the longest thing you know you will ever experience because that's how life is. So, mm. you know, you've you've got a few years to look after a child and and you know, while you're still young you can still do those things afterwards as well. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Man. Very uh that was a pretty deep outlook actually. I appreciate that. That's all right. I still can't imagine it though, fuck me. <laughs> I still <laughs> you, you don't you don't you, you don't know what it's like until it's hit you in the face really. The, the... I don't think it, I don't think you can ever be prepared for something like that, to no, be honest. No. I think I don't know. I, th- I feel like something like a wedding you can kind of be prepared for because whether you get ha- whether you have the ceremony or not, you probably know if yeah. you're going to be committing to that person. Yeah, yeah. A, like a kid. I mean, a new a, something that didn't exist now exists because of you. A new life is there. Yeah, and you've yeah. got to be responsible for that for like 18 years or however long. My goodness, and not well, not just 18 years forever, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Less responsibility. I just can't. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I do want kids, but my goodness, <laughs> I cannot imagine that. I think the other thing as well. I think I just want to. I would just want to adopt like a two-year-old. I don't want to have to change nappies or do any of that shit. I mean, yeah, fucking hell. I mean, I don't, I don't want to have to do any of that. My goodness, yeah. Whoever ends up being my wife in the future, hopefully she's good at that shit because I can tell you now I'm going to be bad at it. <laughs> but um, 
and like I said at the beginning as well, such a stark contrast to sort of where I am. And what I'd say most of our mates are at in life as well. Yeah. <laughs> Massive contrast to where we're all at. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, nice. No, so if we turn the lens over to like me. So since I left uni, what did I do? So yeah, so when I left uni, I was a chemical engineer for a little bit. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Big boy. That's what I studied. <laughs> yeah, so I was a chemical engineer. And I did that for, what, a year and a half or so? And I was still with my girlfriend at that time as well. Mm. Then we broke up. And I then kind of had like a sort of an existential crisis. A quarter-life crisis, if you will. For yeah. a big <laughs> shout-out to the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of made me reevaluate everything. So now I'm on to like my second career now, uh, which is nothing to do with chemical engineering. Still single. I've moved to a completely new city. And I got a lot more like kind of traveling kind of done as well you know i did that typical kind of douchebag sort of thing to do in your 20s which is go traveling you know get cultured i don't know if i got cultured so much i enjoyed it also got the shits quite a lot so <laughs> but I, I don't know i don't know if that counts as cultured or not these days who well, knows you get the shits you get the shits here so you know it's... I, I get the shits everywhere to be honest i've got a pretty weak stomach <laughs> just, just, i'm just a big shit just a big hairy poo <laughs> yeah and that's kind of where i'm at now so totally different to luke so i still have no real responsibilities i don't really have any big commitments apart from just to myself really so and that's kind of the two ends of the spectrum i guess the two extreme ends that you can kind of get like at this point in your life or even then i suppose you could still have people who are studying like at my age as well it doesn't even have to be you know it doesn't even have to be in your career and yeah that's kind of like, like i said that's why i wanted to cover in this podcast just wanted to go over the two very different ends of the spectrum and yeah yeah i don't know it's fascinating i don't know you got any questions for me luke um, yeah, I mean, right now you've you were in a long term long long term relationship, um, and you've probably been out of that for nearly two years now. So, what are you looking Pretty for? Much bang on two years, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. bang yeah. on two years. Yeah. But now, what you te- what, if if you were to meet a girl now and um, you were sort of getting chatting and you know potentially a relationship was it could be it could be a potential relationship. You know, what would you hope to? I'd say, I'd say get out of it, but that's quite a selfish view of it. You, you, what are you hoping to get out of it? But actually, you love know. is a selfish thing, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> now carry on. <laughs> what, what, what would you, what would you hope to happen from that? I mean, ideally. So if I was to meet a girl yeah. and I like her, yes, yes. <laughs> nah, um, yeah. If I was to meet someone who I genuinely kind of connects with, yeah, I, I'm all game for it. I mean, I still have the view of like uh, you know, that that having that being able to share your life with someone, being able to find that someone who you connect with who's, you know, got your back, who is, you know, team you and your team them the whole way. Mm. I think that's beautiful. And that is definitely something I want. And if I was to find that now, then, then fantastic. I think, I think what intimidates, actually it's, it's kids. I think that intimidates me more, mm. more than anything, because like, so, because I agree with you in the whole young parent thing that you're saying earlier, like I kind of want to have a kid by about, I don't know, probably by 33. I wouldn't want to have, you know, my first kid after that. Yeah. And 33, you know, it sounds like far away now, but realistically, it's just it's just around the corner, mate. Yeah, you know, time flies. Yeah. And I kind of have this view of I don't want to be with a girl and have a kid uh, like after like, you know, maybe just a couple of years, you know, not not having a dig at you there, mate, not having a dig, <laughs> but but um, like I'd want to have like a good four or five years where it's just me and her. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like absolutely exhaust, you know, yeah. ourselves out, you know, just being in love with each other and just doing whatever it is we're yeah. going to do. Then, you know, then I could have a kid. Because for me, uh, having a kid is more of a milestone 
than being married. Because if I'm being totally honest, they are marriage for me. The whole ceremony of it is not a big deal. Hmm. You know, like if if the girl whoever I end up with, you know, if it's not a big deal to her either, then I'm happy to just have a life partner and not have a, a technical wife, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Anyway, I kind of strayed a little bit there. I would be more than happy if I was to find someone now to yeah to go for it, and that is ultimately what I'm looking for. And I think. I mean, you'll know this. The past kind of year and a half, I kind of I went off the rails. You went bit, off the you know, rails, oh, yeah. Oh my god, going to bed at eleven o'clock at night, fucking hell! <laughs> was, oh, I went off the rails, people. <laughs> yeah, so and I kind of I feel like I got that out of my system a little bit now. So that's like I was saying to you earlier. I'm a little, I'm more ready for it now. Good, but it's a uh, it's a weird one though because it's feel it's like a, it's a bit of a paradox kind of thing. If you look too hard for that kind of stuff, I think anyway. If you look too hard for like a relationship, look too hard for a girlfriend, a boyfriend. Or, you know, whatever. Actually, well, they're going to be the main two, right? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> are there other options? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's so many genders nowadays. There could be Let's, more yeah. options. Yeah, still boyfriend and girlfriend. Let's stick with boyfriend and girlfriend. It's simplest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah if you try and, like, force it, it's not going to happen, in my experience, anyway. You kind of have to be laid back about it. But then mm. it's it, but the reason it sounds like a paradox is then if you're not being too active with it, then nothing will happen. So, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's not. It's like a, a sweet kind of middle point yeah. that you've got to meet. Yeah. Kind of a weird thing. Because I don't know about, like, whenever anything for me has happened with a girl, whether it's a relationship or just, like, you know, something more casual, like a one-night stand or something. Yeah. It's It's been when I've not been really putting in effort. <laughs> in a sense, like, when I've not, not, not putting in effort, it's been when I've not cared. Yeah. Kind of thing. I get it. I don't know if you found that in, well... Well, I mean, you're married now, anyway. So you <laughs> <want> to... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. Like, I came out of university, and you know, they people is people always say this kind of the stereotypical view that if you go to university, you know, you're going to meet your future partner or, or meet your future, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, now or whatever. But you know, that didn't happen for me, and it wasn't until I came out of university, and it wasn't until a few months later where you know I met I met Deanna, and I wasn't I wasn't actively looking for a girlfriend. It was just kind of you know we just we just happened to meet. Um, and we got chatting and, you know, out of a sort of friendship group, we, we got chatting and then it wasn't, it was, it was kind of through that really. So, so in a way I was, I was kind of getting to getting into a relationship with a friend already. It wasn't like, mm. it wasn't like I just met a girl and, you know, sort of started dating. It was kind of like kind of, uh, starting a relationship with a friend already. So, mm. you know, we, so you never really went on the dating scene properly, did you? Like no. from when, like when we lived together at uni, I remember maybe you went on a couple of dates with a couple of girls, but I don't think you ever really no, was not, on the dating scene. Not really. Long. No, yeah. no. I think, I think, um, you know, in yeah, uni, you know, who who hasn't been on Tinder, that kind of thing, and you know, there's a couple of dating dating apps. Which... Yeah, you should listen to my uh, first podcast. There, <laughs> you know, so big shout out to that dating app. <laughs> But like you know, who who hasn't been on Tinder? And I was, oh yeah, I was at Tinder at university. But apart from that, there's a couple of dates. But remember when we switched your Tinder to viewing men, <laughs> and then you matched with like fifty dudes. <laughs> yeah. Do you still talk to them? Who the dudes? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Not unless you're one of them, Marl. But well, if we matched, that would have been very weird. <laughs> that would be. That would have been, been a turn up. Might have been Gomez. Might have yeah. been one. Yeah. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. No, fair. But yeah, no, I think uh, yeah. So yeah, you never really. I'd say yeah, the past kind of year and a half, I've definitely been on the dating scene a lot more, yeah. which is quite, you know, what? it's quite interesting. Like, I don't know, I, I feel like some people will say it's like it's awful or whatever. Or, and then some people, in fact, I feel like most people genuinely, generally view it negatively. Yeah. Um, I will admit it can get a bit tiring at times. It can get a little bit kind of like, you know, because if it, you start almost rehashing the same conversation without realizing you always have like your go to yeah. questions or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it can be quite 
funny in that sense, a bit like because like the other thing as well, like you know, you might be dating, you maybe go on two or three dates with a girl or something, then it, you know it, you haven't connected, it winds down or whatever, and then you're like, ah, oh, fucking hell, now to restart it again and find someone else, to, yeah. you know, and then it kind of, yeah, it kind of does wear thin a little bit, but at the same time, it's still kind of nice to know that you can just meet anyone if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's kind of what is still nice about it and still got some appeal i guess it goes in like peaks and troughs sometimes you feel like ah, fuck it can't be bothered yeah, yeah. And i think that's that's like that's something that i quite like and i think that's maybe i don't want to say like a pro and a con of me and you but i think that's something that i've got that perhaps you don't have as much i can just kind of opt out of things a little bit i'd be like ah, fuck it i don't fancy that but you are a lot more committed so you can't just sometimes go ah fuck it i don't really fancy that kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah i'll give you that yeah yeah, yeah, that's right. There we go. You're Team Nile now. <laughs> team Single Life. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, you each, each, each to their own. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that could be quite an interesting thing to tackle in your twenties. I want to move on to talking about like careers. Oof. 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 Okay. So I want to go. So what, what was your kind of path after uni? Well, for, I mean, before I went to university, I had my mind set on and my heart kind of set on joining the Royal Marines and that is something which throughout university I was set on doing um while I was at uni I was was part of the um OTC so it was basically like an army reserve unit um whilst you do whilst you're at university so that kind of kept me kept my mind ticking over um and kept me active and it wasn't yeah it wasn't until um after uni where I started trying to pursue that joining the Royal Marines more um, and whilst I sort of started our relationship with the, my relationship with Danny, it was kind of in the crucial kind of stage of um, of um, like the reflection process. And throughout that time, I was I was unemployed at the time, um, and I was on you know I was on ben, I was on um, you know getting getting money every, every week from the government. So even though I'd had a phys- I had a physics degree, and you know I was I was trying to get into the Royal Marines at the time, and um, the selection process to get to get in uh, as an officer is particularly um, is uh, very sort of stringent as it were and you there's only take about 50 people per year and there's you know thousands of applicants so to be in the top 50 you, you know you have to be you have to be uh, one of the best in the selection process for that year um, and for that year I didn't get in um, so that mean I had to put it off for another year because I only do a selection every year um, so I had to put it off but in that case I had to get a job um, so I'd started um, I looked at because as a physics physicist who graduate physics graduate you know physicists are really highly demanded for in, in in teaching and education so i went into working in education just as a teaching assistant for a year it wasn't anything which was particularly special it was literally just working in a school um working with you know special educational needs kids um working in the classroom you know it wasn't anything at the time i feel as though i would pursue because i could you know i was still sort of set on joining the Royal Marines, and eventually i did i did get into the Royal Marines um that year however um you know, after six months, I had to uh, leave due to injury. Um, but also, I think because um, <laughs> you have to be life, you have to keep your physical fitness like ticking over, even when you're even when before you join. And you know, I wasn't I wasn't particularly particularly fit when I joined. You're rather portly. Yes, I was a big <laughs> lad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was that was something that also held me back at the time as well. Um. I wasn't as fit as I was when I first started the selection process and throughout uni. So it was something which. I had to, you know, had to struggle with uh, throughout training. Um, there was I got injured throughout training and therefore I had to leave. Um, and then after that, I was on benefits again for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But then I was looking at jobs, uh, potentially going into police. You know, anything that's sort of military related. Um, but then it wasn't until I sort of thought, you know what? As a physics graduate, you know, I'm really 
demanded for in teaching. So I thought, you know, screw it. I'll just go and go into teaching. So, so I did. I started te- I started my teach training two years ago, and I finished that. And I've been in teaching ever since, and I'm enjoying it so far. And that's something which I really take pride in. Actually, really enjoy. So that's good. So yeah, that's. I have my... a quick question for you. Though. Yes. If you had stayed in the Marines, would that have affected your decision to have a kid? I think yes, because logistically it would have been a lot, dif- a lot difficult. Yeah. Because you know, be, being a parent with your partner around is is difficult enough. But actually, being a, being your, on your own, Diana would have had to be probably on her own mm. for a little bit, and that would be particularly difficult for 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 her. So we would have had to um, consider, yeah, consider that a lot. Yeah. So you know, I mean, if if I was if I was away with the Marines for long periods of time, then it would have been a lot different, I reckon. But you know, that path didn't that path didn't manifest yeah. itself. So. So we were talking about this earlier about whether you'd stay as a teacher. When I say earlier, by the way, not in the podcast, just me and Luke. But um, <laughs> um, if you, uh, yeah, so if you did like kind of switch like different careers and whatnot, do you think that would be an easy thing for you to do? Because again, bring it, bringing it back to the main topic of this episode, which is, you know, about like kind of family in your 20s and, you know, and different kind of uh, places you can be when you're in your 20s and whatnot. Do you think you could, you would still have that freedom to like just up and do something new completely? Because... For me, when I did that a year ago, it was you know I was able to move. I was able to move absolutely everything. I was completely able to shake up my life. Yeah, yeah. and it didn't affect anyone else, kind of thing. Yeah. So if you were to do that though, you got two kind of main dependencies. So do you, do you think you could do something like that if you wanted to? Because I know you were kind of toying around with the idea of it. I mean, yes, I think I think we we would be able to do it. However, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd, I wouldn't do anything like sort of look out actively look for jobs or apply for any jobs without discussing it with Diana first I think I mean I mean I think at different times like she sort of hints at me going back into the navy kind of thing which you know I'd, I'd say isn't off the cards altogether but it's something which you know I'd, I'd really have to consider it's a big decision it's yeah. big, it is a big decision yeah it's, it's a um but also there's other careers which you know I could potentially go into but of course I'd have to discuss it with Diana um, in terms of what maybe what she'd do or maybe what she'd go into if you were to it's it's you know, people move around for jobs, don't don't they? So if you apply for a job and it's another side of the country, you you would move house to to get or to go and work at that job. Yeah. You know, but and that that's that's a big thing, and particularly when Caleb is potentially going to be going to school in a few years time. You know, it's something which we're going to have to sort of really think about whether it's the right decision for all of us rather than mm. not just just one of us in a way. So you so know, it's a longer process. Yeah. There's there's yeah. more there's more factors to consider, but also at the same time, you know, I don't think. I don't, I don't think um, it is something which is completely off the cards altogether. So, but it yeah. does make it a little bit more difficult. Though. Yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah. it definitely takes it a bit, bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say more difficult. I'd just say it's it's a longer process to sort of have Fair. to go through. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And of course, you know, if you're on your own, you may look at a job and think, oh yeah, it looks really good. You know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna apply for it. And actually, when you get there, it's probably it may, it may be completely shit. But actually, if and maybe there's something you didn't actually see about it, which you thought, oh, maybe I wish I'd looked at this earlier. But actually, if you've got if you've got a wife who is, or spouse who's just as sort of committed to looking at jobs as you are for for you know for yourself, then you know they they're more likely they're they're bound to find something maybe just as good or if not better um, mm. at the same time. So you, you know you never know. So yeah, yeah. That's going to bring me on to my last kind of question, my last sort of discussion point. Okay. So yes, we live in a culture now that is all about. I, well, would you agree, actually, first of all, that we, we live in this kind of thing where it's all about like the hustle and grind culture, like work for yourself first, 
sort everything else out later. So you twenties are you like your grinding years. You know that's kind of what we're told now. First of all, do you kind of do you kind of agree with that sort of outlook? I agree that it's definitely a culture which has come about in the past. I don't know how many years, but it's definitely something which I see in a lot of people, particularly my age, where you know people sort of go and work in the city for however long, a few years, maybe it be five years, ten years, or whatever, to get to earn as much money as possible and work really hard, and then sort of sort of like sort of work hard play hard later kind of thing work yeah. hard now play hard later but actually i don't think it's a culture which, which everyone should go into i don't think it's something which you should be expected to go into and i feel as though if you're if you're looking for a job maybe where you um you know you want that sort of freedom and flexibility to be able to to be able to do um sort of work not not when you want because that, that would be an ideal job wouldn't it when it would work yeah. when you want but if you if you want that kind of flexibility of working a job where you know, it doesn't pay as much as other jobs, but actually, you're you may you know you may be home a bit more, and you're able to do have a bit more free time on your hands. Maybe better overall quality of life. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I wouldn't. I mean, fair enough to people who want to go and work in a city like potentially London to you know work ridiculous hours to earn lots of money. But actually, in the end, I'd rather I'd rather be at home to you know be with be with my family and and you know spend time with them than earning more money in a way because actually, you know, money can't buy those moments back. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's a. I agree with that actually. I think, I think I'm the same in that. I'm probably a little bit more on the kind of you know working hard kind of thing, and that's just because it's just me at the moment that I've got to worry about. Yeah. But I agree with you though. I think your quality of life is actually much more important. Like, you know, what's the point of work working so hard now, working weekends, working twelve hour days? As morbid as it sounds, you could get hit by a car when yeah. you're like thirty, and then you wouldn't have been able to enjoy jack shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm very much uh, you know. I'll have one marshmallow at a time as opposed to all my marshmallows <laughs> later on. One marshmallow. One marshmallow at a time. Um, but yeah, no, anyway, so off the back of that, though, that hustle and grind kind of culture, which I'm thinking about doing a separate podcast on anyway, because I feel like there's a lot to cover there. Yeah. But off the back of that, though, what they say is, you know, you've got to do it for yourself first and blah blah because you'll have people depending on you. You can't take the risks. Do you think now with your family that, it's impacted your career do you think it's perhaps like stunted where you'd want to be and i know obviously you had the so let's ignore the marines thing because obviously that really was just you that was a you kind of thing yeah so now as a teacher do you think it has impacted you negatively do you think you've not been able to take as many risks do you think it was something you know that perhaps you do need maybe need to get a little bit out of the way first before committing to a family like what, what are your views on that or do you think you can do it both at the same time i think from my own personal perspective i feel as though any a career I want to go into, teaching for example is a good um I think is a good career for for people who are families, particularly because you know when you're a teacher you have the weekends off, you know you're usually back by four or five ish in the evening, so you're able to spend time with your family. Also, you have the weekends where you're not at school, you have the holidays where you're not at school as well, which is particularly good because it means when your kids are off school as well, you can spend a lot more time with them. But other careers, you know, careers where potentially, you know, you'd have to spend a lot more time going into. And if I'm honest, I wouldn't, if, if I had a choice between a career where it wouldn't pay as much and is a bit more safer than, than other careers, but I guess means I can have guaranteed time for my family and have time to myself, as it were, than a career which involves working a lot harder and doesn't kind of respect that family life and doesn't really understand it, then I'd rather definitely choose the, the safe the, the option where I'm definitely guaranteed that family time because you know the a, 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 I'll tell you a story that um in the 
Oh, story time. Oh, story time, yeah. The science department, which I've just been working in, um, about, I think, every single... There's about 10 to, 15, uh, 10 to 14 members of staff there. And I'd say most most of them are married and have children. So they... And their children are sort of, you know, have a range of ages, you know, from maybe sort of young children up to sort of GCSE, um, leaving school kind of age. And every single one of them understands what it's like to have children. And when we had Caleb, they knew exactly what it was like because they'd been through that. Um, and they, they knew exactly what it was like to have to be teaching at the same time. And, you know, they they said that, you know, if I needed to, because I think when Deanna went into labour, it was it was a case of I kept going into school. Um, with the expectation that at any moment, you know, she called me and say, uh, we have to go to hospital now. And I, kept, I, kept, I went into school one morning and, and I think my, my head of department was really sort of um, understanding of this, that he said, you know, if you need to rush off, we're not going to count it as a day off for you because obviously we understand what it's That's like. That's good, yeah. Yeah, and he just said, if you if you need to go, just go, we'll cover your classes, which is really good of him because it meant that he he understood what it was like. You know, he's, he'd had children before um, and, also, and of course the, the rest of the department pulled in to basically make sure that I my classes were covered, my my work was mm. done for me. And you know, I think if I was if I was to go into another line of work where the other colleagues I was working with didn't really understand that, I find I think I'll find it a lot more difficult because um, you know, it's 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 not it's not about it's not about being a, a freeloader and just kind of asking for time off when you need it. But for example, if my I don't know, if if, if Deanna was um had an accident or needed you know, God forbid that anything like that would happen or if Caleb needed to have to, you know, had to um had to come out of school one day, mm. you know, it's it's very easy to it's very easy um for no, it's it, I say it's 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 easy if you're if you've got a job where you're um the people you're working with understand that and they say you know just go because you yeah. know we'll, we'll 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 cover for you we know what it's like we've had children but actually if you've if you're working in a place where people are kind of like um you know don't have children or don't commit to family life and don't value it as much as you more of a city job yeah, yeah yeah then they're kind of like well you know that's you know can't can't you do so much about it you know we can't really that's very true actually like um so another one of our mates so maybe i'll get him on the podcast one day so go mates he yeah. um yeah he, he he does work very much in that kind of job and I remember him even saying, so like he gets, uh, I think he, he gets the typical 25 days holiday a year for, you know, anyone who's working in like an office. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's standard. But he doesn't take them all, does he? he? He will only ever take like maybe five or ten a year. Because even though they have that option, it's just the kind of culture he's in. He's like, it's frowned upon if you take all of them. Yeah. Even though it's there for you to take. Yeah. So it's it's something that I guess, yeah, for a guy like you, you'd want to stay away from something like that. Yeah, and yeah. And you'd want something that, you know. It's interesting you say that, though, because I was kind of like asking about it stunting, you know, your career, like having a family. Does it stunt your career or is there things you should have done first? But actually, for what it seems, if anything, you kind of worked your career more around your family now, from yeah. what it sounds like, as yeah. opposed to the other way around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in terms of priorities, they they come first. I mean, I love my career, but at the same time, if I had to, if I had to give it up for them, then, you know, I'd, I think I'd have to because that's mm. that's what I value. I value them first rather than Maybe there you, go. you can have many careers but you can have one family right yeah so exactly exactly yeah 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 and i'll tell you what you know careers come and go but a family you know you, you only have one really yeah and i think in terms of those you know there are those people who spend a lot of time uh in in offices working very very hard to long hours but actually one what's that going to do with your mental health because you're working so much you don't have a break for yourself yeah and you're working for the sake of earning money but two you know the money you earn and you can earn lots and lots of money in it but actually what are you going to do with it like it's only it's only money what are you going to do with it? yeah to be fair you see a lot of people like that like so even my dad for an example like he works you know he's well he works really hard and whatnot he's earning all this money 
which is fantastic when he retires. But um, you know, at the same time, his health has kind of deteriorated a yeah. little bit. Not badly, but you know, just little things like instead of you know cooking for himself, he'll just have like bloody sausage rolls all the time. Yeah, and like hula hoops, yeah. useless diet. And he doesn't exercise either. It's just like I always say to him, "What's the point of earning all this money? You're going to spend it all on your health, yeah, because that's what you're sacrificing right yeah, now." Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I totally agree with you there. You need to make sure you're getting that good all around kind of balance, whether it's family or not. But just making sure you're not making work your only thing. Yeah. Well, we'll consider it this way. Like when we were younger, we had you remember collecting Pokemon cards. Yeah, imagine, you know those sort of big sort of buying the books you used to get where you put your Pokemon yeah. cards in, or, or I don't know, like FIFA football stickers or whatever, football cards. You could get, you could collect every single Pokemon card, you can collect every single football card, but you know, what are you going to do with it in the end? Like, yeah. If you collected it, you're just going to share it off to people and that's it. Yeah. Apart, from, apart from selling it in the end, just to, you know, that's, that's all you're going to do really. That's like collecting money though, isn't it? You're yeah. going to collect money and then what are you going to do with it? Just share it off to people, but you know, in yeah, the end... That's a, that's a... Quite like that analogy, actually. Not really heard that one before. Like, who, who's? I mean, if I'm honest, um, if someone comes to me and says, "Oh, look, all this, you know, all these twenty pound notes I've got," I'll be like, "Well, you know, good for you. Like, <laughs> well done." Yeah. Like, someone walking in going, "Look, all these Pokemon cards I've got." I'll be like, "Well, okay, cool, <laughs> well done." Yeah. I guess it depends where your values lie, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think it's all because, like, uh, I suppose. I do like that analogy, but you know, there is obviously a big difference between money and Pokemon cards. It, it can. Yeah, I know. You, yeah, I know what you mean. I think. But what what I like about what you said though is your viewpoint about actually like working your career around you and your family. Yeah. Maybe your family more so actually by the sounds of it. I quite like that because I just don't think you hear that enough to be honest. But if you go on social media or you know you'll get like bloody Gary Vaynerchuk or someone one of these <laughs> kind of people just like saying oh, oh work hard in life for results you deserve and it's just fucking <laughs> it gets a little bit too much. So it's actually quite refreshing to hear. Yeah. A completely different kind of like no do you know what fuck off you've got to make sure that you're enjoying your life sort out your values if it is work then fine but just make sure you're sorting out your values of what's important to you you know don't just kind of fall in line kind of thing and yeah. i think it's important more people hear that because i actually think some of this hustle culture is quite damaging for some people yeah yeah so i think it's good to hear that i think with that unless you've got any closing comments luke um i don't think so right. no i think i'm good Oh, that's a good way to sign off there. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're good. You're done. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. And that was the podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed that. So like I said, took a slightly different approach. Tried to make it a little bit more personal with my good buddy, Luke. I hope I even said a little bit about myself. It was mainly me asking questions. Hopefully you got a little bit about me out there as well. And yeah, just keep the feedback coming. Let me know what's working and what's not. Because if this did suck balls, we won't do it again. And yeah. As always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you soon.